New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on? This is JLS from Nick and Tom's show. Here, giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And yeah, the Knicks have just lost to the Miami Heat for the third straight time. Before, before, before Harbor, we lost again, 99 to 88. But the good news is we are still over 500. But I really, I really wanted this game, guys. I really wanted this game. Um, they've been handed to us all game. The last, the first two games were close. We fought back at the end, and I thought this was an opportunity for us to kind of figure it out and get a game back. But it just, it just didn't happen to us, man. Um, we tried it though. We tried it. Um, but yeah. Um, before I even get into the, the details of the game, let me introduce my guys first and foremost. We have my guy, Mister Reliable, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. Ain't too excited tonight because we just got swept by the heat, but it is what it is. That's all. It is what it is. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, it is what it is today, man. And also joining us today is Alex Trateros from Knicks, Jets, etc. How are you feeling today, man? You know, it had been a lot better if uh, the Knicks won today, Jay Ellis, Ryan, but... We here, we're living. We here, man. <laughs> we here. Ah <laughs> oh, man, like ah oh, man, trying to find a positive for this one's gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna be tough. Not gonna lie, but like somehow we were stuck. We we're we we're in this game. First and foremost, we've seen this double team trap the pick and roll scheme from the Nick from the Heat for the first two games, and the second game, this the third game started the exact. Same way, guys. The exact same way. We missed our first eight shots. And the shots we were making in that first quarter were just tough. Like We were making contested shots in the lane with Bam out of the bio from the bayou <laughs> hanging all over us. You know? <laughs> and for some reason, we just kind of got it together late. Um, this, by the second quarter, we were up. Um, the second unit did this thing. Third quarter, we were still up. Um, the fourth quarter, we kind of ran out of gas a little bit. Um, Julius Randle started to come alive a little bit in that third, fourth quarter. Um, it seemed like he was going to make a run. He was poised to make a run. We saw Nerlens well do some nice things. But at the end of the day, Jimmy, it was Jimmy Butler's team. Um, he scored big in the third quarter, put the team on his back. And it seemed like rebounding was also an issue for us all night. And... I feel like rebounding did us in tonight, especially in that fourth quarter and third quarter. We're trying to make that run, man. That's my brief synopsis of the game. So, you guys, let me know. What did you think of this game? Um, we can start with you, Ryan, today. What did you think of this game? And tell me what you saw today, Knicks versus Miami. Well, first and foremost, it seemed like the starting lineup definitely struggled today. When they, were, when they was on the court, like, it, it was like there was no – um. Continuity? Like there was no yeah, <laughs> continuity. Yeah, there's no continuity. There was no connection between the players. Like I think there was a crazy stat that at halftime, the starting lineup, there was no assist within the starting lineup mm. with the within in the first half. So I thought it was a crazy stat line. And then like I feel like in the first half, you know, the Knicks were penetrating to the paint. Then 
once the second half came, especially that fourth quarter, he just shut all that down, especially with their zone defense. Then, then the Knicks were just stuck to taking jumpers and nobody had the hot hand from deep. Yeah. So that also did the Knicks, that also did the Knicks in as well. Yeah, both teams are shooting in the 20, like in the 20 percentile, um, like 27, 26% from three. The the Miami Heat just seemed to hit more timely threes than anything. But go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, and then that uh, then of course you gotta talk about that third quarter because that really did us in. That's when Jimmy Butler started get going, and then the Heat started knocking down some threes. And they were locking down the Knicks. And then from that time on, it's like the Knicks couldn't recover. Yeah. What did you see today? What did you see today, Alex? Ryan kind of summed it up, Jay. It was first quarter was like, it seemed like we started off slow. Second quarter, second unit comes in. You know, they gave you that energy. We saw some scoring. We saw D Rose get activated. We saw Manuel Cookley doing a little bit of work there. Obi Toppin came to life for a Obi bit Toppin came to life for like a minute. That was my that was my little that was my little ooh moment for a second. My little <laughs> one, but you know, it wasn't much of that going on yeah, today. Absolutely. But it was, you know, we had the lead going into the half. And then it was the next third quarter of doom. But to be fair, the Miami Heat are a very good defensive team. We're a very good defensive team. They were hitting shots timely, as you got as you both mentioned. And third quarters really went started to go downhill. We saw them hitting three pointers. Like you had that Duncan Robinson shot that was just sunk right in with a buzzer beater. That right. was just him falling away. He had Jimmy Butler get activated in the third that was quarter. A big one. Yeah. Oh man, it was it, third quarter of doom was an all all activation today against the Knicks. And then fourth quarter, you thought they could come back. They brought it down within eight points, yeah. with like four to five minutes left in the game and just couldn't do it. He just decided to close it out. You know, it was just a rough one, man. It was a really rough one. Defensively, we were kind of there today until the third. Once once they started hitting, you saw in the players' faces, once they started hitting threes and like these ridiculous shots, right? they started to get deflated. It was like, what else can we do? So yeah, yo, it's funny. Like the third, there's some pivotal moments. There was some pivotal moment moments for, for real. Um, first and foremost, what's what's addresses zone defense? I said something a little bit earlier. I'm not even sure if he was here for this show, Alex. Um, about our three pointers in general. The Knicks started off in the bottom of the league at hitting threes by like you know by about a week, a few days ago. We look up, we're tenth in the league in in threes. And I feel like um, a lot of that stretch happened when a certain elf was on the shelf. (laughs) 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 Like, there was a period of time where you didn't see elf. We had Alec Burks kind of starting in there. We had... we had Derrick Rose in there in certain spaces. And and lo and behold, the three-point shooting started to rise. I'm not blaming this entire game on elf. But it just seemed like there. This is the problem sometimes. Like he, yes, he was able to help a smidge in the first quarter get things going. But at the end of the day, there was really nothing else to contribute to this game. Like we said, zero assists from the starting unit. There was zero assists altogether in the first quarter. Bruh. Let's, yeah. let's just let's just start there. The the, the first assists we received, gentlemen was in the second quarter. It was like the eight, around the eight minute mark of the second quarter. Yeah. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the ball movement was just so stagnant the first quarter. It was really bad. And, you know, it was really weird. If we go to the Bucks game, and I know, like, we can put this on Elf to a certain extent that the ball movement is just not there within the first unit. Mm-hmm. It's really weird when we watch against the Bucks. Like, that first quarter, like, he's swinging to RJ. He's actually moving it around pretty well. That game, I, I was quite surprised because he hasn't been doing that this entire season. But I think once Julius Randle comes back, you know, and being in this lineup, I think Elf just kind of defers to Randall to a certain extent mm. and doesn't doesn't help in that manner either. He's still not a really good fit for this team, regardless. And the team should be running through Julius. Absolutely. I'm not saying that it shouldn't. Yeah, it's just it's just something that I notice uh, just between two games. Like when he's out, you saw him like swing to RJ. I was like, whoa, you're actually passing to RJ without even like a second thought. Whoa, this is this is this is news. <laughs> this is breaking news here, guys. Right, right, breaking right. News. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and it's funny because even in that Bucks game, he still froze out RJ in the stint, and, and that's when yeah. um, that's I think that's when Tom actually um benched him. Actually, I think yep. right after that. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was in the second half that he, it all stopped. Like I'm just saying, it was like for that first quarter, it was like yeah. wow, you're actually playing decent basketball. But no, it's it's not like it's not an anomaly, right? I mean, when we see Burks coming in there, who can create his own shot. Not saying that Burks is like the best facilitator, but he's a threat. And you, we had more shooting threat on the court with him, with Peyton gone and we had Burks in the lineup, right? Because we had it's either IQ, Burks, Bullock. Uh, you can even throw in Randall there. And it's just more scoring in general. And, yeah. and either yeah. Noel and Taj. It's just you have more more perimeter threat. And it's just gone with just, uh, Peyton in there. Yeah. And I just want to add something right quick. Like, I'm at a point now where it's like, I don't care if the Knicks win or lose with Alfred Payton on the point on, on the court. I'm at a point now where it's like, you know what? I would rather Alfred Payton not play and have either Knox or Frank take his spot, you know, in the rotation in place of him and then just move Rose into the starting lineup and then, you know, I would quickly come off the bench and then have either Knox or Frank take that, you know, 10 spot. Right. Because honestly, like, uh, you know, as, you, as both of you guys said, like Payton just doesn't match like he just does he just doesn't match the team and the players we have on the court and then on top of that he's a liability from you know shooting from three on top of that so it's like if you're not gonna be passing the ball around you know and help the ball move and things of that nature it's like what are you on the court for yeah yeah it's absolutely right and i mean he he didn't play that many minutes today right but it's still too many minutes for me. <laughs> 19 minutes too much. 19 yeah. minutes too much. Because as you can see, oh, he's this is what's happening, guys. Tom is doing the um the 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 you know, you can start, you're not finishing. Derrick Rose had more minutes than him today. Derrick Rose had 26 minutes um compared to uh Alfred Payton's, what was it? Uh 19. 19. 19, yeah. Yeah. Um also, was he how many how many minutes did Emmanuel quickly have today? Seventeen. Seventeen minutes yeah. for Emmanuel quickly. All right. I mean, I mean, listen, give 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 quickly more minutes out. Like <laughs> as bad as quickly was playing, I was like, put quickly in the game because at least they have to respect his jumper at least a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, it's, it's just another day of the zone just kicking our butts all uh, all game long, all game. But Rose had a decent game. You know, Derrick Rose had 16 points. Um, 
And like you said, he runs the offense a little bit better. He's a little bit more of an offensive threat. Do you th now like I'm always saying I'm always watching minutes. Do you think he'll start or or is the second unit just is just is just that he just you think Tom is just too afraid to separate Rose from that second unit? I mean I don't think oh you can go, Alex. You can go. No, it's after you, Ryan. You, you can go for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, so polite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to, man. Trying. <laughs> no, all I was saying was that um, the way I see Tom, like, because to me, it's like if he's not benching Elf from now, I can't see him benching Elf ever. And I feel like Tom doesn't want to put Elf with that second unit. Like, I feel like Tom's like, if I'm going to play Elf or Payton, it got to be with that first unit and then have Rose the and quickly come off the bench. Exactly. All and right. Then he, all right. And then he's like, you me? know what? And then he's like, you know what? You know, like you said, Payton's not going to finish the game. It's going to be Rose quickly in there if, instead of Payton in the backcourt. But it's like, if, as long as Payton's playing, I can't see Tom being like, you're going to come off the bench with the second unit. I can't see it. Nah. Yeah. 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 Another thing I have to point out is a lot of other things that beat us in this game. I think another thing we have to point out is, the, um, and we talked about this, the offensive rebounding was ridiculous. Um, it's one of those things today where I don't necessarily blame the Knicks for not being able to get the rebound because I feel like we, we, we were scrambling for the most part, right? The only time where I feel like we really let the you know let go of the gas is maybe the, the end of the third quarter, I think Julius Randle was gas. I could tell when Julius Randle is gas, I can really see it. Can, I mean, I can, he did come back. He did come back from a thigh contusion. Yeah, I mean, he did come back from a thigh contusion. Exactly. So I, I'm fine with like, not, I'm not expecting him to go off just coming back from injury. Yeah, you can come back. It's not anything super serious, but there's probably still a little bit of a nagging pain there that he's working through. So for him to get in a rhythm, it's not too big of an issue. So, yeah. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. But to me, that was a, a moment. That was a moment. That was a moment lust because there was a moment where, you know, Jimmy Butler. It was a moment when Jimmy Butler, he, he was going off. He scored 15 points in the third quarter. Um, um, Miami scored 39, 39 points in, my, in the third quarter alone. The Knicks were down by five. And Julius Randle, to me, he was like, all right, this is my time to shine. I'm, taking, I'm making a push. He goes down the other end. He, he attempts to make a layup. He falls to the floor. And then all of a sudden, instead of being down five, we're down 11. And then the quarter ends. And it seemed like right at that point, Julius Randle had like three blunders, or three mistakes. And one of them was a big three point, a three, a three big point, a big three point shot that the Miami Heat took that he never really even closed out on. He just kind of looked. He just kind of yeah, looked. Taz Gibson looked. He was like, is that supposed to be your? Oh, then tries to close out too late. Yeah, Eagle Dollar. Yeah, on, yeah, the Eagle Dollar three. And then Eagle Dollar yeah. was missing everything the whole game. So instead of, you know, there was small moments missed. But I think for I think for the most part, our defense was good, man. Like, we, we held them to under 100 points like they did us. We just need more shooters. And maybe a lineup change or just, you know, some coaching things that need to be changed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would like to see D Rose start personally. I know he's got a cap between 22 to 25 minutes, but he needs to start. There's just a different flow right. with him. And I think you could just have, like, you could legit just bench Elf 
I think Elf, you you can just weave him there and just throw in Frank or somebody else. And you, I'd rather have the the random Frank like four for four game like shooting <laughs> than to know that some guy who's going to put up like set go like fifteen points on seventeen shot attempts and then just put us in a hole. That's Absolutely. not what we need. That's not what we need. Um, you can argue that the defense is there. I really didn't see it tonight. You know, we were getting cooked. So, and defense only goes so far, especially when you're playing the point of attack. So mm-hmm. allowing Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, whoever he's guarding, even Goran Dragic, they were all being able to put in that work. So, I mean, Dragic only had four points, but he was still getting to his spots and making sure he can get everyone else in rhythm, you know, or just like facilitating the ball. So it's just, I don't know. You, I think Tibbs needs to do a lineup change at this point. Peyton is like, what? We get the one good game, and then we yeah. have six bad games of Peyton. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. not wor- it's not. It's working. not worth and it. It's not worth it at this point, man. It's just not. And I'd rather actually see more shooting. Give me more Alec Burks coming off the bench, playing point, something, something else, just yeah. something other than this at this point. Yo, I'm not even gonna lie, man. I was even considering the the way Burks has been playing lately. I was even considering having Burks be the first point guard off the bench, man. The way that guy's been playing lately. Um, and the way he's been shooting, I was like, man, maybe you should try Burks at some point. I mean, I know he closed <laughs> today. He closed. He only gave us six points again, uh, six points today. Um, he's but he's more of the off guard. And I even talked about it a little bit earlier, man. He plays. He seems to play better with the ball in his hands in general. But so mm-hmm. I know that's not going to happen because we have so many point guards here. Um, but I was even considering that at this point because, yeah, just just when when you're getting zoned all day long. You just gotta try something. You just need more shooting out there in general. And it's it's crazy because once the game started getting really tight, that's when I think Tom really probably played the lineup he really might have wanted to play without having the the political connects. You know, because yeah. at the end of the game you have the quickly with the Burks with the Randall like you, and, and RJ there and Noel. You have all the shooting you can in there at that at that point, and then you're closing RJ. I feel like he might have really wanted to go there. At some points of the game earlier, but it's just like politics, man. Like you brought rules here, you don't want him to, you know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that, man. Sometimes, it's only, sometimes politics gets in the way of of the white lineup. You know what I mean? I, just, exactly. That's just me. That's just I me. mean, <laughs> I think it's I think it's about time that Thibs goes up to Scott Perry and he's like, you know what? I know you want me to play your boy, mm-hmm. but 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 your boy, he ain't cutting it for us right now. He he got he got to be benched. He got to go. He got to be benched. Got to be benched, man. You missed the yeah. opportunity to cut him in the trade deadline, but it's all good. <laughs> we, can, we can have three roster spots right now. Man. We got two roster spots open. We over here trying to figure out how we're going to sign John Henson and him. Maybe we should have had three roster spots and just put Jeff Teague in there. I don't know. Somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> <But> worse. <laughs> I don't even care about this boy, man. Give me uh, three me Teague. Yeah. At least, at least if you don't, have, at least I know we don't have to play him. All right, there's no politics in that. <laughs> we can just get Teague and bench him and go. Oh, oh, oh no! Wow, he has to get acclimated <laughs> to, to the team. We shouldn't. I, I, I could do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I play that Solid. card before I. Oh man! Yeah, I'm sure. He's getting on my damn nerves. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Tim wants to bring in the guy who's like. <laughs> I'm sure Tim <laughs> wants to bring in the guy who's like. Yeah, you're playing me too many minutes. I don't think that's Tibbs' guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need what? him. Exactly, that's exactly why I need him because he's gonna bench himself, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, at least the benefit is gonna be like that's never gonna be the case because there's gonna be so many guys ahead of him. It's like if he does play, it's gonna be 
situational, right? Exactly, situational. Yeah, so he's, he's not gonna play a lot of minutes. So he got nothing to complain about. Exactly, he's gonna be situational, and he's gonna complain to Tim Tibbs and bench himself. And then you're gonna see more Derrick Rose and IQ. So I'm I'm all for Jeff T. That's my theory. Words. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. I'm sticking to it. All right. <laughs> Hashtag uh, sign Jeff T. If he wasn't signed, if he wasn't signed with the Bucks yesterday, all right. Let me salute to the chat before we go on, man. <laughs> shout out to Tell him Alejandro, Chris Alessandro, CP the artist. Shout out to you, Illa over here, Winston Ellis, Into the Knicks verse as well. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show in the chat. We were just talking about the Knicks Miami beatdown. We really wanted this game, man. But here's the good news. The good news is a, we are still over 500 as today. Oh, all right. So we can take that with us to the bank. And B, we have the remedy in the Timberwolves coming up right right now, right next. So we need this Timberwolves game to, to get these two two games over five hundred going. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting some home, so some some revenge. You know, you know they have yeah, revenge on their mind with Cat and them. You know, this is rivalry between Cat and Tibbs. So you know they'll probably be up for this game, but we need to be even more up for this game because we need this win. All right, facts. Absolutely. Facts, facts, man. Now, let's talk about Jimmy Butler and his weird thing with R.J. Barrett. First of all, R.J. Barrett didn't really score today. He had like nine points today. He really struggled to shoot. Um, I didn't really see him um, go off today. And I think, do you think Jimmy got in his head? Because it was a portion of the game where he was kind of talking smack. And... I'm not sure if it was partially at the ref or partially at RJ. Yeah, like it, it's kind of confusing because I, during the game they showed like a previous um like confrontation between him and Jimmy Butler, like Jimmy Butler trying to coach him, yeah. you know. Yeah, so I, I don't think Jimmy Butler has anything against RJ Barrett, but also at the same time, I feel like they have a good like camaraderie or whatnot, where it's like, you know what, you know, if we're on a court together, you know, I'm gonna talk a little smack to you or whatever the case may be. Or whatever you know, like it's kind of like that kind of um, I guess quote unquote relationship on the court that they got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, but yeah, clearly R.J. Barrett and Jimmy Butler they they got something on the court. Something's going on there. Yeah, because I don't know what happened. I feel like you know what happens when star players get pissed off, man. They go off. They go off. He scored 15 points in the third quarter. He pretty much carried the team by himself, and he he broke the game open. Um, so you never want to piss off star players, especially somebody like Jimmy Butler, who who just he's he seems so self motivated already that he just doesn't even he just doesn't need more. But him and Bam out of bio to me was the difference in this game, really. You know, uh, Bam is a guy who kind of isolates. He played that mid range game perfectly. He I, he kept faking that drive and pulling up for that mid range every single play, every single play, and it worked every single time, man. And that combined with his defense, it kind of felt like it just shut us down. And he was yeah, grabbing every damn rebound. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, every rebound and the eight off of the seven offensive rebounds sealed the game. Um, the biggest, the, the listen, the unsung hero of the night, even though he was a hero to me, is New Orleans Noel. Um, I feel like this. I don't know if you can hear me now. Can you hear me? Now? Yeah, we can yep. hear you. All right, cool. Yep, yep. New Orleans Noel, he came in. And did his thing. He he pretty much blocked everything at the rim. Eight, um, eight points, eleven rebounds, and four blocks. He's been filling in for Mitch admirably. <laughs> and 
I'm kind of I was kind of nervous because in that first quarter the shoulder went out, and I thought he wasn't really going to come back after that. And it's crazy because if he didn't, I feel like he would have. I feel like if he went down, this game would have been um a twenty point blowout instead of probably instead of an eleven point blowout. No, nah, it definitely would have. I mean, Noel's been such a good rim rim protector. <laughs> he's really stepped up so well while Mitch has been out. And even while Mitch is going back out, he's going to have to go back into that role again and just anchor this defense. And he's been doing an admirable job with it, right? So mm-hmm. if he went out, it, it, was, it was so scary. You see him, like, holding the shoulder. Like, he walks away. Yeah. It's like, ah, really? <laughs> really? Like, again? Yeah. I was like, oh. How much is Drummond going to cost now? Can exactly. We, can we, can we, we steal him? <laughs> He's like, you know what? Boogie's not looking that bad. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Jesus. <sighs> if we're going for Boogie. Woo. Uh, <laughs> right, right, I know right, somebody's going to hit the, the thumbs down because I don't want Boogie. But, man, like, who's left now? I, honest, I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm not even going front. If Noel went down with a long-term injury, I would have been like, yo, F it. Just sign Boogie. Just I don't sign give a damn. <laughs> just started. sign him. Just sign him. Exactly. You started. <laughs> just throw him in the starting yeah. lineup. Yeah, yo. Just oh, sign him. God. Yeah, you'd have to uh, at that point just because you need somebody in the paint uh, to protect. Defense would be a little rough, but you need somebody. Yeah. Um, just a body. It's like when you're playing pickup, you just need an extra body just to play. It's like, yo, yo, I know you're tired. Just, just stick around, man. Just, just stick around. We, yeah. we got to finish this one. <laughs> just guard the post and grab rebounds. That's it. That's all Word. Guard the post and grab some rebounds. Keep it moving, man. That's a fact. But, <laughs> yo, Noel did a great job, man. Like, he's been doing an awesome job. So, we're going to need him moving forward. Uh, maybe he should just start up every game just, like, working out that shoulder if this is the type of effort we're going to get. Um, yeah. Nah, I agree with you. This is, uh, we we need we, yeah we need some ice, man. We need some ice on that shoulder, and we need to figure out we're going through these, these roster spots because we are playing with house money right now. So Knicks, y'all need to make a decision because Noel's been banged up for a long time. If we don't get another center in here right now, we're gonna have Taz Gibson playing forty minutes. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that and that is not what we need right now, for sure, yo. That's not what we need for sure, yo. Oh man! All right, salute to the chat. There's not much more to talk about, really. Um, Kevin Knox. I know there's some people tight that Kevin Knox didn't get into the game. Yeah, free Knox. Yeah, free Knox. God damn it! I know we all had the free dot movement. Free Knox. God damn it! I know people were afraid, were messed up about Kevin Knox being in the game. Did you feel like there was a, a space for Kevin Knox in this game? Like, where would you insert him in the game, if any? You know, because you know the second unit for me. Was our saving grace. They got us a 16-point lead in that second quarter. It made us watchable. They got um they afforded Randall time to even sit. So to me, it's only natural that you know when things started to get tight, Tom would go back to that second unit as is. So do you where do you feel like Knox would have fit in, in this game if you feel like he should have played? That's tough, man, because if you're thinking about the small forward position, even power forward, you have like Jimmy Butler, Trevor Arizo, right? Um, you also got uh, Precious out there. You got Andre Iguodala. Do you really want Kevin Knox ding up those type of guys? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so I'm not so confident in his defense that I could say, yeah, sure, go go try to stick. Uh, Iguodala for a few for like eight to ten minutes. That's not really what I want to see. Mm. Um, same thing with the reason. Like we've seen Knox just get 
I won't say own, but he get he has a difficult time guarding vets who are savvy, who have good footwork, and just right. know how to get to their spots. I don't think tonight was necessarily a night for Knox to to get in there. I know he provides some shooting, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we could have used. But at the same time, not only do you need the shooting, you also need the defensive side as well. So you're kind of giving – you would have to hope that Knox hits a couple of those shots to to really offset his defense. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I know Tom did the thing where he subbed out. He subbed out Obi Toppin for Knox yesterday, and it kind of worked out a little bit. Went with a little bit of small ball. I'm so, so, But I don't think today was the time to try it. Maybe he'll get some burn in the Knicks – game though you know what i mean but i do understand i understand the sentiment i understand the sentiment of the free knocks movement he definitely needs more time in general it's gonna be tough for his for this kid this year um in general it's gonna be tough for knocks it's gonna it's gonna be tough for Knox, especially with Obi topping here um he's really gonna have to show out it's gonna be one of those things in the summer man he's got to put in the work in the summer prove he can uh, prove he can contribute um Keep going with the corner threes and take another step on the defensive end, then he'll see some playing time for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You said it. You said it perfectly. It's going to be between him and Obi Toppin. Uh, that's really the position. You know, a lot of people want to see Knox playing that stretch four because of his shooting. He's just got to work on his defensive side and just be able to put the ball on the floor, but better than he is. You know, like he yeah. can. He doesn't. I guess it's kind of questionable because Obi had like a good moment. Obi is showing that he can pass and do those type of things. Not enough. And Knox, when he does take those opportunities, it's not a good finish. But at least he's trying. They're both just in that space where it's like they're, they're trying. They're trying to figure out their game. They're trying to figure out their role on the team. And it's just difficult for them because they're so young. And, you know, for top, but he's coming from being the focal point to being a role player. And then Knox is coming from, you know, no coaching to actual coaching. <laughs> no coaching. <Yeah. laughs> and a shot at Fizz at the end of the game. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But, yeah, yo, that's our game. This might be a short show, guys. I know it's crazy. It's not it's, – it's, it's rough when we lose like this, man. It's rough when we lose like this. The only – I'll say this about the tactics, though, right? If I had to find some things to change about tonight's games or where we could have done this differently. Um, for me, one, it would have been Alfred Plate paying time, uh, minimizing his minutes, recognizing when the things ain't work isn't working faster, and taking him out the game. Even if it's even if it's for Alec Burks, even if it's for Derek Rose faster, just another guard who can shoot. Even if it's for Frank for better defense, but I'm not, I, I'm I'm and as a Frank guy though, I feel like we might be even hard pressed to have Frank in this game just because of the defense was there already. So. I'm not even yeah. sure this is a Frank game to, to throw Frank in there, really. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the second thing is the fast break. I feel like we should have been more intentional in trying to push the ball considering how um, how hard it was to score in the half-court sets. And I don't know if it's just that we were so tired switching defensively and, and it was such a uh, – Struggle trying to get offensive rebounds that we just decided, you know what, we're not even going to run at all. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had some, if I had some tactical complaints, those would be my two biggest ones. And yeah, maybe just this is one of those games when when the zone is going, just be more 
be more brave with the lineups and try more shooting. You know, try the sh- try the shooters, try the shooters. Um, uh, maybe try to get maybe get quickly in there a little bit quicker when things was going awry and you figured out you know the three point shooting wasn't going in. You know, I agree with that. I yeah. thought quickly, even though quickly was like struggling today. I would have rather had him out there for more minutes than Peyton. That's just to have more shooting on the court. You know, if they're setting if they're setting out a zone, making it hard for us to drive and to attack the paint, then you gotta get your shooters out there and just hope something starts clicking. So, right. I, even the, this is where it comes to like Tibbs like coaching and just really just being flexible in what he's seeing. And if you're seeing that they're putting the zone back out on you. Yeah. Then you got to throw the counter, which is all right. Well, let's get some shooting. Let's get these guys moving. Let's let's do something to break it all up. I, that's that's probably the biggest issue. Is that I think quickly could have gotten more minutes today because Elf wasn't going to give you anything. Oh for two from three point. Yeah, like five points. Defense wasn't really there. Sure, he was attacking and doing his whole thing of going to the lane and putting up floaters, teardrops, whatever you want to call it. But quickly can actually shoot, and he was doing some. He was trying to facilitate. Give me more of that than putting someone back out there just for their quote end quote defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree yeah, with that's you. all I have to say. I agree with you there. I know somebody said, well, quickly wasn't even hitting threes like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, he didn't hit threes. I think it was a shot four for 11 today. Yeah. But you have – this is the thing, stat watching versus watching a game, right? When you're stat watching, you go, okay, four for 11, he didn't play well. And granted, he didn't play well. I mean, offensively anyway. But you sh- when you see the impact, just the impact he has on being a threat to shoot is different. And you can see it. You can see the closeouts are different when Cookley is on the floor versus when Alfred Payton is on the floor. So even though he's not hitting the shots at a higher clip, he's still kind of creating more opportunities and giving other guys more time to you know make a decision just by being out there on the floor um, in general. So that's why I'm... I'm for quickly playing more minutes and you know, hopefully that it hopefully it happens. Hopefully it happens. I know it's gonna be between him and Derrick Rose. Elf is not playing well. And you know, Elf Derrick Rose is gonna be the first point guard off the bench from from here on out instead of Alfred Payton, just because that's just the way it is. But uh yeah, I definitely want to see more quickly. All right. Yeah, yeah, and to yeah, add most on, definitely. and to add on, it's just what do shooters do? They gotta shoot like you just let them keep shooting, get them, get them out of their funk. You know, you don't like. It was like a two seasons ago. Clay yeah. would have like games yeah. like this where it's like he'd have like four for eleven. It's like, oh, Clay's in a slump. Yeah, and it's like Curry would be like, just yep, just keep shooting. You're gonna get out of it. And then sure enough, Clay would just get out of it. And I'm not saying quickly is Clay, but he's a shooter, and shooters got to keep on putting it up to get that feeling to get it going. So. I'd rather see quickly go four for 11 once again than Peyton go two for four and not offer a hell of a lot. So, no, nah, you're not. You're absolutely right. Because the bench had 23 points in the first half, man. And quickly by himself has shot us back into games in the fourth quarter multiple times. Multiple times. So, I, I just, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. But, um, hopefully the coach looks into giving him some more minutes, especially in the fourth quarter, because he's just such a threat out there. Um, but I know it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be try, trying to choose between him and Derrick Rose, your steady veteran who you've known for almost your whole coaching career versus this kid who, who you just um, is starting to learn the game. But I think I think it's, it'll be okay. 
give him some rope at some time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, salute to the chat, man. Salute to the chat. Short games, short post game today. Shout out to Fritz. Shout out to Sai Hazik. Um, I saw Sai Hazik said rebounding was a problem as well. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, we, we talked about that a little bit earlier. The rebound was definitely a problem. We, um, but you're right. Yeah, Bam Adebayo had um, so 70 offensive rebounds by himself. And I know Alex, <laughs> Pretty much. Alex was talking about the offensive rebounding stats. A little bit earlier and it, what was it alex 13 to 6 13 offensive rebounds to six and especially in that crushing fourth quarter when we were trying to make that push we got it down to to eight and it just seemed like we made stop after stop after stop just for them to hit a three and, and when things like that happen it's just really deflating it's just deflating it is what it is the heat the heat are really good despite their six game losing streak the heat are just good man they're just really good you know what we really missed tonight, though? We missed Alec Burke's, like, phenomenal shooting that we had over the past couple of games. That's really what we needed. I don't know if we really touched on that. Or, like, we had, he had a whole, like, five-game stretch of, like, 20-plus points, and then tonight we got six. He struggled tonight as well, you know, just couldn't really find his rhythm and get enough shots up. But I feel like we needed more Burks tonight coming off the bench, too. Yeah, now you're right about that, and – um. And I was saying before, overall, like he, he seems to play better with the ball in his hands. He didn't have the ball in his hand that much. Um, but he still, at times, can be a clutch three-point shooter. There was a moment in, in the game where we started trying to make a push. And that was also a key moment when they swung the ball at Alec Burks and he bobbled the ball. Yeah, in the corner three. Yeah, and it's funny. I got so used to seeing Burks hit that corner three so consistently. I'm like... Oh, he's about to hit it, and he caught it, and then he bobbled it, and I was just like, "Damn, this that's that's it's, it's, that's it, that's the game right there." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that pretty, that pretty much sums up the game right there. And then, the, the, I think the other play late in the game where like Julius Randle had the ball and he got stripped, and it and it and it went down for the alley hoop dunk from Hero to um Butler. Yeah, and that pretty much sealed the game as well. And I was just like, "Yeah, this game's done." Uh, yeah, the, the, this game is done, I, and I could I can't stand it. After that, I was just like, "Ah, oh, I'm 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 out of here, man." I'm, I'm out of here, man. It's, it, it sucks, man. The heat, the pat, ah, oh, man. It, it just pisses me off. It just pisses me off. Um, there's not really other Knicks news that's going on today. Um, we already we know Woodson left. Um, he, he sent yeah. a heartfelt goodbye. He thanked the Knicks organization and the, and their staff for letting him go to to Indiana University. Um. And he also shouted out Dolan, man. Dolan gets a bad rap, but he gave him a big shout out. Yeah, he said Dolan gets a bad rap, but he let him out of his contract and let him sign with his the team of his dream. So congratulations to Woodson. Um, you'd be missed. It's gonna suck to have you gone because you know you were the voice of reason. And yes, sir. The 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 that guy who's going to soften Tibbs. Um, Screaming voice, screaming at Obi, Obi, like he's going to let you know, he's going to coddle Obi, give him a hug when he's <laughs> talking smack to him. So, yeah, it's gonna be tough to see him go, but good luck to you. Exactly, and then you gotta remember, Woodson is the last Knicks coach to have a winning record and take the Knicks to the playoffs, second round. Exactly, it's your boy Mike Woodson, man. Ahead of his time, man. He's the first Knicks coach to just be like, you know what, let's let it fly, just, just shoot threes, just, just keep shooting. <laughs> that's what we do facts so, I mean, now, you, now we might I don't know there's a stretch we're shooting more threes this season maybe it was his idea I don't know 
Because, you know, you know he likes to get him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's I, – I wrote about Woodson when he came back to the Knicks for Hoops Habit. If I'm remembering correctly, uh, it was after he brought the Atlanta Hawks out of, like, that terrible phase where this had losing after losing season. Mm-hmm. He uh, – there was no lower than a tenth offensive rating that it, that he was a part of. Like whether it was uh, with the Hawks, the Knicks, or the Clippers, teams just knew how to score when he was on the bench. So right. it's gonna, you know, he's he's not only the voice of reason, but he is an offensive like mastermind. Even though he doesn't really get the same thing, like we'll give to like D and Tony for like the seven second and less like Suns, right? But Woody is a smart offensive guy. But on the bright side, we got now a feeder system from uh, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, 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 Indiana. <laughs> yeah, we talked yeah. about the coaches yesterday. Who we want to bring in, man? We talking about Kenny Atkinson and those guys. Maybe, maybe we'll bring in if we could, if we can pull Kenny Atkinson or another coach who can um kind of help the offense. Yeah, that'd be dope. And help this team along. Somebody that's respected around the league to fill his spot. I'm with it because he's gonna be sorely missed. So maybe we won't get a, a Woodson clone, but maybe we'll we'll get somebody who can fill another role. Close. Yeah. Yep. Hope so. Uh, and also, the other small news today is um, Mitchell Robinson had successful surgery. All right. So, yeah. bruh. I mean, I'm sorry, not wrong button. Oh, no, definitely not a bro. There we definitely go. not a bro. There we go. Oof for Mitch. So get well soon to you, Mitch. Um, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think we need a money making Mitch, though. Oh, you need the money? Reject it. Wait, 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 wait. Money, money, make it Mitch. All right, it's not labeled. It's off a brain. All right, cool. So shout out to Money Making Mitch. <laughs> he might have lost some of his money, though, because he know he's not going to be resigned, probably. I mean, he's not probably going to get an extension. Unless the Knicks just show some give, some good faith and give him some money early. I don't expect it, though. But, um, yeah, get well soon. Hopefully, we'll have you back in time for the playoffs when we, place, when we uh, face the Charlotte Hornets, you know? <laughs> Calling into existence, Charlotte Hornets. For yeah, call, call to existence. Calling yep. into existence. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, shout out yeah. to you, Iller, man. Shout out to you, you Iller. He says when Don, when Don Tony was coach, he didn't. He said when Dan Tony was coach, didn't the Knicks hire Woodson for defensive purposes? They did. Yes, yes they, they did. did. Yes, yes they, they, did. Did. they did. And then when they Dan did. Tony was fired, that's when um, Woodson took over and yep. went off to the races, man. Yes, sir. Fifty-four win season. Shout out to you. All right. Yeah. That's our show. I'm not sure what else is to work to talk about. Only thing is that's left that for the Knicks that's a mystery is who are the next two players to be signed to the New York Knicks. That's the only thing. And we talked about it extensively yesterday. I'm still team, you know. I still feel like it's gonna be likely John Henson. Um we talked about John Henson before, you know, he's, he was like number five in block shots in one year in the league. Um, a guy who's been around for a while. He's had some big games, some big double-digit games, double-double games. And he seems like he's might be the most likely, according to Ian. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's that other spot, though, I'm kind of... I saw Iller mention Corey Joseph. Maybe that can be it. I, he was nice in Toronto. and He's it, a decent point guard. Yeah, he's a decent point guard. I'm not sure if we're going to go to point guard route, though. I still Maybe. feel you think so. I feel like it might be a wing route. Who? I, I think it's a big, especially, like, with, especially with Mitch going. I think it's a big. You think it's gonna be two bigs? 
maybe not two bigs, but one of them is definitely gonna be a big. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one now, I know one of them is gonna be a big. Yeah. I know I know I definitely know one of them is going to be a big. Um, but we we released uh, Ferguson yesterday, so I'm thinking you yeah. know, maybe we're gonna sign yeah. somebody else. And yeah, yeah, it might it might, it might be a way. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it might be a way. Maybe unless you wanna revamp the point guard situation if you're not so fully uh invested in Peyton. I am not invested <laughs> in Peyton whatsoever, but I don't even think we need to revamp it. We can just let him go. Like we got I'm I'm good. I'm cool with Derrick Rose and and I'm personally cool with just Derrick Rose and quickly and call it a day, man. I'm really in well the, the cool thing that we could do is start D Rose and have quickly and Burks run exactly. that dual yeah. exactly. guard. And you can throw Frank in there on the wing, whatever, see what happens. Um, you can do something along those lines. I can definitely see that. Fritz said Mo Harkless. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, though. Bring the St. John kid uh, home. Mo. I, I mean, I wouldn't, mind, I, I wouldn't mind if it was Mo Harkless. I mean, he's not going to really get playing time like that. And he's a solid veteran. It's like, why not? He is a solid veteran. He could give you, but it's like, I don't get it. Might as well play Frank at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, true that, true that. I mean, then on top of that, you, got, you also have to think about it like, is Mohawkless going to really be accepting of a bench fight? You know what I mean? Like, at this point, you don't have a choice. <laughs> I, I think he's going to want playing time. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he's content, like, taking like a permanent bench spot where he's going to be sitting on the bench most yeah. of the time and just, you know, sitting there chilling with Theo Pinson and everybody. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either, but I don't know. I, I think if you dishonor him, you don't have a choice. Like, well, he's not playing over RJ and, and Bullock. That's not happening. Yeah, so. And even Alec Burks, no, that's not happening. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be Knox or, I don't know, something like that. It's not happening. All right. One more shout-out to the chat. Salute to the chat, man. Um, thanks for rocking with us. Um, yeah, the Knicks lost to the Miami Heat. But listen, we're going to be right back. We're facing the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves aren't exactly playing at a high level right now, so we'll be able to catch. You'll be able to get a nice little, a nice little uh, bounce back game versus Timberwolves. This is a must win game. Hopefully, you don't fall asleep at the wheel. Randall should be back. It should be more of a rhythm. It's kind of rough to cut your first game back, even though it was in a, a long, you know, a long si- sitting to come back against Miami Heat. Maybe had a, a lot to do with his rust, um, but hopefully, he'll be back better than ever. Hope RJ too. He had a rough game today. Um, but as I say, I'm not. I'm never worried about RJ. Um, I feel like he's going to bounce back. Um, it seemed like his three point shooting suffered a little bit today. He's been hitting that con- that corner three consistently for the last two games. Not so much, you know. But um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he bounces back. And yeah, just like Jose said, I'm hoping Peyton will be situational. You know, <laughs> situational Peyton. But shout out to sh- oh, go ahead, Ryan. You want to say something? No, I was just saying that he should be only only in the game on defensive possession. That's it. Defensive possession. That's flat. <laughs> <laughs> hockey hockey rotation in there. Just throw exactly. him out there. Exactly. <laughs> if you're gonna do if you're gonna do defensive possession, you might as well just do Frank at that point because he's plays the best point guard defense in the team. Yeah, he play, he definitely plays better defense than Payton. So yeah, nah, exactly. So 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 maybe his situational. It's gonna be chilling off the bench. Yeah, yeah, another yeah. He can have a Theo part two. I'm with it. T, let's go. I'm with it. Theo part two. Give me a cheerleader. Pass him a pom pom. Keep it moving. All right. Word. 
All right, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Winston Ellis telling Alejandro. Winston says, growing pains for a, t- a team learning how to win. Yeah, it's, it's growing pains. And at the end of the day, we're still tied for fourth. So, you know, uh, I like those type. I like that type of pain. Winning pain, you know, winning record type of pain. Or, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> Iller says, RJ has scored 20 plus points in 21 games this season. I'm not worried about RJ. You're right. Oh, never worry about RJ. Hit the ooh, that stat, man. He'll be he'll be bouncing back in. The Timberwolves, the Timberwolves just they just have that you know that thing that helps teams get better. You know, <laughs> <laughs> used to be the Knicks. Now it can be the Timberwolves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ronnie Your said. Thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying thing. You think the Knicks gonna bring back Joe Kimo? Ah, that's not. No, I'm a <laughs> no, no, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll quit. If Tibbs brings that to, to, to I'll quit. Alex, Brian, y'all can run the post game. I'm out. Right? <laughs> oh man, Ronnie Sanders says we'll win four in a row at some point. I don't think it's happening this season. Uh, Might and, be next season. Yeah, Andrew says Andrew Carlo. Cal- I don't know how to say your name, man. Andrew Carlo Desij says Randall needs a day of rest. He got his day arrested. Yeah, though. he got his day, but he, his, <laughs> his thigh is still bruised up. So I get it. Yeah, he'll have tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, his old head says that's what we should get Payne Payton out of the start to Rose with quickly and Brooks off the bench. I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I feel. Um, Nick him up says, "What's Mitch's timetable to return?" We're not sure. Um, I know Raw was looking up timetables, and he was saying. Four to six weeks, baby. That's a, that's a, that was a guess, though. You know. All right, man. I think that's all. I said, man. That's it. Wrapping up the show. Thanks for watching, guys. Um, yeah. So, Ryan, do your thing, man. Tell me where they can find you. Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. All right. That's on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Where can they find you, Alex? Jealous, Ryan. Always good doing the post game with you guys. Mm-hmm. Knicks Nation. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at Tradicaster101. You can find some of my work at KnicksFanTV.com. You can also find it at Hoops Habit, uh, part of the Fan Side Network. You can find the podcast Knicks, Jets, etc. on all streaming platforms. And if you're into sports betting, you can also check out Tally Site. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. You know, so you can find me, us, at the KLT Show on Twitter and Nick Time Show on Instagram. And you also find us on Facebook as well. Also, check out the blog at thenickatimeshow.com. All right. That is our show. It will be back for the Timberwolves show. I'm not sure if we're going to do that night or the next day. We're going to talk about it. Um, and definitely check out. Yeah, check it out. Check out. Check your notifications. I'll let you know. And we're out of here. Peace. All right. Then.